0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at
0: that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence.
0: It's Alan Jerry's
1: post-game podcast. I always right, say we start
0: this thing up. Week off for Al. He's back. We were on a podcast last week.
1: But we ripped through one today. What up? Oh, good morning, Jerry. One of the things I did on my vacation, uh, I didn't really go many places, but I did go to Atlantic City. Yeah. Uh, for, Which I wanted
0: to go to, and I didn't.
1: Yeah, I went to Borgata, and I decided I was going to play roulette. Now, I like to go. I don't like computerized games because I feel like they could be fagazi Rigged. Or they feel rigged. And I also don't like games, table games, where you have to deal with a uh, like a dealer or something because yeah. I feel awkward if I'm not playing correctly. Okay.
0: Well, it's really more so the people you're with than the dealer.
1: Yeah, or the people I'm standing, sitting with. So the, there's a roulette wheel in Borgata. I'm sure they have this in many places where you sit at a computerized thing, but the roulette wheel in the middle is real. No kidding. It's a real wheel. Well,
0: that's interesting. With a dealer or just... Not a
1: person, but it the, the, the ball... The, the wheel constantly spins, Yeah, and uh, when it's time for the bets to go, then they shoot the ball out. That's So cool, you see it's, it's real. It's the, you know, So it seems legit yeah. to me. So before I went down there, I had Googled, what are some roulette strategies? I wanted to win at roulette. Mm. So there was one strategy called the uh, Martingale system, which I guess is used for uh, blackjack as well. Okay. And the Martingale system goes like this, and this is the way I was using it. I was betting $5 a spin. So... It wants you to bet as, you know, the 50-50 bets, which are not truly 50-50 right. because the zero and double zero right. make it not. But bet black or red or odd or even mm-hmm. or half this board, half that. And, it, and the theory is if you place your $5 bet and you win, you bet another $5. Mm-hmm. If you win again, you bet another $5. If you lose, you bet $10. If you lose, you bet So every time you lose, you double your bet. That way, when you eventually hit, you get all your money back and then some. Right. The problem with this is that if you lose a bunch of hands in a row and you don't have the cash on hand. Right. So when I first sat down and did this, Jerry, I started with $5 a hand. I I was up $100 in like no time. Really, I was like, this is a great system. I never got higher than a forty-dollar bet because I'd lost five. I lost the five-dollar. I bet ten, bet twenty, bet forty. I won. Then it got to a point when I got down to an eighty-dollar bet. I was like, "Huh? Well, I guess I'll get it back here," and I didn't. So then the next bet would be one sixty. Oh, jeez. The next bet after that, three twenty, is three twenty, and I didn't have that with me. (laughs) So I lost that three twenty bet, and then I you bet three hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, because I thought I had won all these. I lost all these in a row. I had to win this one. Wow!
0: So That's true.
1: The tough part of this Martingale system, as I come to find out, is that one you have to have to be able to bet three twenty or the next bet six forty, and you have to have the money on hand. You have to have the money on you. Right, yeah. So, like, I had to run to the ATM, but by the time I, I couldn't then double my bet, so I'm starting from scratch after being down then 320. Whoa. Oh. So the other problem is, is, like, this table I was at had a $500 limit. So mm. let's say you get to the... Now, eventually... The, you weren't going to bet 640, would you? I, I, at that point, you know eventually you're going to hit it and even out. You know But you got to have the cash. But you might have to sit there through a lot, right? Which I found out I did. So I also used this phrase. So, oh, by the way, so I I went down. Well, let me ask you this, because Gina wanted me to ask you this. Okay. I said to Gina, "Quote, I'm down big time." She told me that at the peak, what I was down was not big time. I said, "I will ask." I go, "That's big time." She said, "Ask Jerry. What's the minimum amount you could be down that I could say I was down big time?" I think I would say thousand. Once you go down a thousand bucks, you're down big. All right, because I-, I was down four fifteen. Oh, that's not. And I said to her, "I'm down big time." No, she says, "You're not down big time.
0: You're down, and it's a sh- that sucks." I would think
1: a thousand bucks, you've really hit it. Bad. I see. I thought you were going to give me like the over under of four hundred. I thought no. four hundred would be. All right, I was down. F- so I was down four fifteen. Okay. And then I said, you know, I'm going to do my own method, my own version of that. I'm going to bet $5, and if I lose, $5. And if I lose, $10. Okay. And if I lose, $10. So two at a time. Two at basically. a time. Okay. And I did, and I ended up coming all the way back. So I was down 415 at one point, And when I left Atlantic City, I was down 70.
0: That's all right. So I made a
1: little bit of a comeback. Oh, really?
0: absolutely. You did. You had almost all of it back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's funny, though, because you could play... Like, you could be
1: down a lot real quick. Yeah, especially if you're doubling your yes. the, the bet you lose. Those spins go really fast. They do, and that freaking zero and double zero, Jerry. Killer. Killer. They are a killer. I know. I'm well aware. I also find it—I know statistically they say every time you spin that wheel, mm-hmm. the same percentage chance of it coming out black or red. Each or individual, green. yeah. Each individual spin, it's the same. But when you look up there and it's done seven blacks in sure. a row— You want to bet red.
0: Like the probability of an individual spin is still 50-50. Right. But the probability of black coming out seven times in a row... Right. You would think is 50-50 if each individual one is 50-50, but it's not.
1: Right. Like if you were to try to place a bet of I want to bet that this comes out seven times in a row, it's not a 50-50. Right. Roulette probabilities. It was interesting. So I'm curious. I'd be... Curious to go back and play roulette on my system, the Al Duke system. Yeah, go. I, I
0: love the idea. Not
1: Martingale.
0: That's, yeah, I hear you. The odds of seeing 10 Reds in succession mm-hmm. are 1 to the power of 10. So it's 1 in 1,376. But theoretically, you've got
1: a 50-50 shot right. every spin. I also thought, what if I bet... on zero and another $5 on double zero every spin. Would I get that money? Would I eventually win that? Eventually.
0: But now, and I I haven't played roulette in a long time. The bet is for the table, correct? So if it's a $5 minimum, you could put a dollar on one, a dollar on two, a dollar on 50 50. So to me, I like that system you were doing. I would always put a dollar on. Zero and a dollar and double zero. You're right because you get thirty five bucks back. Right, and it's you know it kind of covers you a little bit. It Not does, when you're betting three hundred and twenty
1: dollars. Right, but it does. And well, I've sat there when that zero and double zero. It's Comes out about every ten numbers. It sometimes. does come out.
0: It does come out. Very frustrating. Yeah, I'm with you. So that you know, I used to play. I used to play eight numbers. That's all I did. I didn't do halves. I didn't do any of that crap. I used to play eight numbers, and I there used to be nights where damn. Like, you would make, do really well. you have the night you sit there for two hours, and not one of the eight numbers comes out. And you're sitting there like, all right, just a few more because something's got it. Nope. It's like, there's 35 on the board. There's no, you know, 36, whatever numbers it is, or really 38 with the zero and double zero. It's like, God, you can sit there forever sometime. And then you look across the other table, all your numbers are coming out. Right.
1: It's crazy. And so many times I wanted to go grab another 300 out of the ATM and yeah. just put it on black or red. Sure. But, oh, my gosh, I would have freaked out. Gina said that I was visibly changed when I went down 415. I believe it. Like, I was frustrated. I was miserable. Yeah, because
0: you're just giving money away. Yes. I know. And then you go to dinner, it's 200 bucks. Right. <laughs> um, like, what is this costing me? And then, which is why it's amazing to me, because you know these casinos are making money on the gambling. You know they're making a lot of money on the gambling. Now the sports sportsbooks live. Yeah. They're making a fortune. And they're still on Friday and Saturday nights, still charging five hundred dollars for a room, right? And getting
1: it, yes.
0: God, it used to be that you used to give you the room, so you'd right. come gamble and eat. Now it's like, well, you know what? Screw you. We're taking it all, right? Anyone go see a show? That's one hundred and fifty dollars oh, a ticket, it. right? Like, you realize a weekend in Atlantic City is like fifteen hundred dollars now. Yes, you're right, and if in you, some cases more.
1: Right. If you if you're using money to gamble, yeah. you're putting that as part of your entertainment.
0: Hell yeah. Nuts!
1: This is nuts! This is, again, the value of a buck,
0: man—like nothing, nothing.
1: Then I saw something somewhat uh, caught my eye and was a little bit disturbing. Uh, while I was watching the Boomer renovation show Friday yeah. night, I was watching it live on mm-hmm. CBS. I DVR'd it myself. An ad came on—a commercial. Okay, I just zip through these. Okay, for Gillette Venus. Okay, it is a woman's razor. All right. The ad was a woman. In a, uh, in her panties, a woman in panties, Jerry. Right. Running the razor on the outline of her panties. So they were telling you this is to shave your vagina and this is what it looks like. It was wild. You're welcome. Wild. You're welcome. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, I didn't see that. I'll I still have vision. it on DVR. She, she went like this, Jerry. She had the bikini bottom on. Then she went like this around the top of her bikini. Then a, up her inner thigh where hairs would be. And then the other side, it was like Gillette Venus. You could Google it. I, I, Or YouTube it. It's there. Gillette Venus. Yeah. It, was, it, it threw me off because I was like, wow, this is a family show. It's a you know, f- renovation. He yeah. was renovating an old, his old coach who was like a father, father to him. And that's what we saw.
0: Wow. It was crazy stuff. Let me know if there's audio that comes up here. I'll stop it if it does. Okay. Do you hear anything? I don't hear anything now. All right. So far, so good. But hold on, because this is the ad. Now tell me.
1: No, you're still good. Still nothing?
0: Still nothing. Are you seeing this woman in her gray panties? No, I'm seeing a woman that's reviewing the Blade. Oh. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, come on. Commercial.
1: The Gillette Venus. Let's see. I think it came out in April, this commercial, because I did Google it, and somebody wrote a story about it on the internet about how kind of sexy it was. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. You see it now, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. That was on my big screen TV, Jerry, while I was trying to watch uh How many times did you watch show? it, Al? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to go back and just double check a <laughs> things. That's funny. Wow,
0: that's interesting. Yeah. That is some... Uh... Wow, even this one. My God, these commercials are crazy. I know. It's getting nuts. This is three women. Three women? Yes. Gosh. This is Gillette. How about this? So this is the commercial. Eddie, I swear to God, if you put this on, I'm going to smash you. <laughs> they have three women in, in panties, as you like to say, and they they stand in front of a pool, and they come stand in front of a bush. Really? Like a, a small little... Like a bonsai bush that Mm -hmm. Danielson used to cut in uh, The Karate Kid. Yeah. And it's right in front of their area. Oh, is that right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know what Al will be Googling later today. These uh, razor, female razor commercials are getting... A little risque. Getting spicy. I guess so. Holy cow. That was funny. I watched uh, two different reality shows during my break as well, Jerry, that I thought you needed to know existed. Okay. One, do you remember there was a, a thing that came out? It did not last very long. It was a... It was a service called Quibi or Quibi. It was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I think so. It was an app that was supposed to be ten minute shows. Yes, like you'd. Be, oh yeah, I do remember that yeah. actually. Yes. Well, that I guess failed. Okay. But Roku, the Roku channels, yeah. they bought up all of their programming. So they have the programming all, that failed. Well, that the, the app failed because it see. was a paid service. Got it. But Roku, I guess, bought up their programming, put it on their various Roku okay. channels. So we came across two things I love, Jerry. I love murder mysteries and I love house renovation shows. Right. Those are my two. So a show popped up on the Roku channel called Murder House Flip. Oh, wow. And they found That's right up your alley. Yeah. They found people who unbeknownst to them moved into a house where a murder had occurred. Wow. And the house had bad vibes. And they would come in and renovate the house to make it not like in particular where the murder had taken sure, place. Sure, sure.
0: Well, you got to redo that room.
1: There were people, Jerry, in a house in California Yeah. who knowingly were using the bathtub where a person was murdered. The same bathtub. They didn't put a new bathtub in.
0: Yeah, that I couldn't do.
1: Or the tile.
0: That I couldn't do. That would have to be redone before I moved in. Correct. If I even would move in. Right, I would not move in. Yeah, I don't know that I could, but I think I shouldn't say that. I think if the house was gutted, I think I could. Because to me, it's not the same house then. Right.
1: Yes, it's where it happened, but it's not... Everything's different. Right, like when they redid this couple's bathroom. Right. It looked very different than the murder bathroom. Right. But prior to that, it looked like a murder bathroom.
0: And they were using it. And they were using it. Yeah, I couldn't move in until everything was completely rehauled. No way. Yeah. And redesigned, and yeah, that would not work for me.
1: Now, the Discovery Company of Networks... They own HGTV and the ID channel. Yeah. Why don't they do a show like this? You're right. Someone wasn't thinking. Because this could be all over the country people moving to these murder houses. I would. Sadly, it happens a lot. Yeah.
0: I I guess guess you could find enough home. But you also got to get the people to agree to
1: do it. Yeah. Well, this group, all these people just lived in California. These were just California murder homes. Wow. I guess they probably had ideas for other seasons, but the Quibi went out of business. Right. So, uh, it did look interesting though because they'd show the house pictures of the house right. on the news or in newspapers from the murder and then the people today. Not only that, all the people, Jerry, they were so these people were like, This is their life savings they put into this house. Then they found out a murder occurred. Oh, they didn't know. No, none of these people knew. Oof. And they were like the laughing stock of the neighbor, or not the laughing stock, but people would look at them like, Oh, those are the people that live in the creepy murder house. Yeah. So it was cool when they fixed them up. Yeah, you are looking Made at the them people like, happy. Oh, poor people are in a murder house. Yeah. Or look yeah. at those weirdos. They bought the murder house. Yeah, it's hard if you don't know though. And then another program I started watching was. Oh, you are grinning. This can't be good. This is called Prisoner of Love. Yeah. It is uh, about a matchmaker mm-hmm. who matches prisoners with people on the outside. Right. Okay. Weird. You think? (laughs) I mean,
0: honestly, anybody that's writing like letters to prisoners looking for love first is a problem too. Now we have someone that's matchmaking people and getting setting them up with video chats. Like, I'm sure they are. Like, how would you? Like, I find it hard to trust anybody in general. But how do you trust someone that's committed a crime that they're
1: behind bars for? Right. Ever. It was, and they were like. Drug offenses, theft, burglary, grand theft auto. And I'm not saying someone you know. I'm right. saying
0: you don't know this don't person. Know and the
1: first time you're meeting them, they're in prison. And and all of their reasons for doing it were like, they go, well, I haven't had much luck dating. Look in the mirror. So I thought <laughs> I would try prisoners. Oh, my God. I tell you, we are a weird society. Yeah. And weirder, still that I watched... I watched the. I'm, I'm done you know, with that's the a series. a great point. You're actually going to help bring it back, yeah, By I'm, viewing it, I'm caught up on the series right now. Oh. Five episodes in. I did all five already. Oh, God, this is what I did with my time. I tell you, man. I, and you know, we talk about society.
0: I had the great pleasure of watching my son play this weekend at a tournament. It wasn't our team. He played in a different team. And walking around the the facility, a lot of fields. Parents are nuts. Like worse than I ever thought. Like I'm always in the dugout and you hear some things but nothing being able to watch and listen they're all crazy yeah like parent and you know this goes to where you know you're talking about matchmaking people in prison even no, quote unquote normal
1: people are nuts
0: we're doomed we, we are, are doomed, doomed as Jerry. a
1: society but it makes me feel better about myself because i always feel like i'm better than society so far so far. You haven't snapped. Right, so far. That's a good thing. That's a good point. I mean, at
0: some point, these people were better than society, too. That's true. And then it went badly. It went sideways At one some day. point, it
1: went sideways. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. That was a pretty good one today. And we'll be back tomorrow with it. We will see you then. Tomorrow, by the way, on a Wednesday. So
0: your official station to talk Brooklyn Nets, the fan on 1019FM and the Odyssey app.
1: Good morning, campers. Alan, Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you
0: say we do this? We start sort of a new year because it's NFL week number one. It is the warm-up show until six o'clock. We've got the Eddie Scazzeri back. He is not retired yet. Nor has the guy to my left. He is back for another year, not letting him leave just yet. His name is Al Carter-Dukes. What is up? Good morning, Jerry. Got to turn your mic on. Oh, that does help. I know you've been away a while, but usually turn the mic oh, on to talk.
1: Oh, This is, by the way, year 15. I know. For, the, for Boomer I- being... The morning mayor here. that freaks me out. Year fifteen, the beginning. It, that's a bit much. I do remember thinking, like when I when I met with Boomer and Carton to uh, uh, and they offered me the give job, us five. Legitimately, I was like, listen, if we have five years out of this, I am in golden.
0: Yeah, and if longest... Craig did not get into trouble, we'd be a year fifteen with that.
1: I'd be. Uh, I was like, if we get if I get five years out of this, it'd be the longest running show I've ever worked on. <laughs> but here we are now, Boomer, starting year 15, the morning mayor.
0: Yeah, and as Eddie just said, my headset, because yeah. he doesn't
1: turn his mic on, year 33 for him at the radio year station. 30, it's unbelievable yeah. what goes on here. How about that? I thought in radio everyone got fired all the time. Not here. Not here. Which Is Eddie's a good been thing. here
0: 33 years. A couple of people would certainly disagree with that statement, <laughs> but for the most part, <laughs> right. including the guy I worked with last week who made reference to it several times.
1: <laughs> and by the way, Jerry, I must say. Uh, I I did not listen to you in Sal while Aww. I was off because I I like to check out. Okay, you know, I know Jerry, you do. I need to relax a little bit. I did follow uh, sports news, right? So I know what went on, and I watched all the Mets and Yankee highlights every morning. Yeah, but and we know Twitter hates everything. Yes. The Twitter people loved you and Sal. Yeah, I was surprised by that. They really liked I you. I thought they would kill us. And, in fact, the only criticism I saw, which I love, is uh, Sal's too energetic. Oh, yeah, because you, you don't want an entertaining, <laughs> energetic person on the radio. So, definitely, what a great criticism. his Monday morning, yeah. and I knew
0: it. I just let him go. I just yeah. kind of opened the show the and Mets let him nonsense. go. And he started with... Get lost! Get him out! I'm like, wow. Okay, six o'clock. Good morning. It was people, awesome,
1: Jerry. People were calling for the firings of Boomer and Joe. No, no, they were they, they not. Were. No, and they were for not. you and Sal to replace. They were. not. So no I would be thing. very nervous if Stop. I was if I was a talk show team around here. We had a lot. Of, we actually had a lot of fun. I yeah. thought it went very smoothly.
0: That's what I heard, if you will. So it was I heard. Good. I heard only good things. But I could, you know, you know this though. I could work. There's a couple of people I could work with. You for sure, and him. I mean, those two guys. I don't know. Those two guys. You're one of them. You're right in front of me. <laughs> you two guys. Why don't we get a it three, very easy.
1: Why don't we get a three way dance going? Me, you, and Sal. You want a threesome
0: with Sal? Yeah. That seems for weird. a show. For a show, okay. Well, maybe yeah. a show. We could do that. Where do we? go, He was disappointed. The- I'm not going to lie. As and everybody was great. You know, Fliegelman was great, and and Big Zoo was great, and someone and Rascono was great. He was in there one day, but he did say on more than one occasion, "This has been awesome." But if we had Alan Eddy in there, like it would feel like, oh the yeah, more, like. Be a know. show different, yes. Would well, be it wasn't a show, It was a show. Oh, you did still do a show, but he would have liked you guys. All right, I said I agree.
1: Yeah, I like work. I like Sal.
0: I know you do. You're a big fan. I told I'm him big that. fan of. Sal. He also that because of that he's very nervous because he is thinks that? you're listening and judging him on the way in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no judgment. I like. I already like him. He's already already passed. That is true. I did watch a documentary uh, series on Showtime uh, during my break called. Uh, it was about the comedy. Who died? It was about the comedy store oh, in okay. Los Angeles. It was about this uh, the woman, Mitzi Shore, who ran the place. I want to be more like her. She's this blunt and says, you stink, you get suck, out. you're good, let's go. Yeah, That's what I want to do, Jerry. You don't want to massage people's egos? No. I just want to say, if you stink, get off, and you're good, yeah. Sal, get on, well, let's go. That was probably her livelihood, owning that club. It so was. if you stunk, she stunk. Exactly, Jerry, and she made her break Make or break careers. I
0: wonder if that, now I didn't see it, but I told you I was watching a documentary, and I only saw it on the plane, and I haven't, because I don't have time. I didn't pick up on it when I got home. There was a, it's a series. It's not, it wasn't on Netflix either. I forget where it was on. It was about the comedy club scene in the 70s in L.A. And it really, I mean, clearly they feature and focus on the comics and the characters there, but it really was more about the club owner. And I wonder if it was patterned after the person you're talking about. Maybe. Because she was also very blunt and honest.
1: And it was, listen, this is my club, not yours. Yeah. It also helped that she was working with all up-and-coming comedians. So it was easy to say. Same thing. You stink or you're good. And this was the same. I wonder if they're tied together somehow. We'll have to Google that, Jerry. Yeah. And as you said, it is. it does feel like the new fall season here at WFN. Like, this is the new year, right? We've got yeah. NFL football kicking off uh, this uh, week. We does. We've got Yankees, uh, I don't know what they're doing, no. trying to make a playoff run. I don't know
0: what they're doing either.
1: So it feels like, like school. You know, like there's it a, does. a school thing.
0: Yeah, well, listen, school for my kids begins this week, so yeah. away we go. It's a new year.
1: I'll tell you how much it felt like a new year, Jerry. I watched All three pair of my jeans. Nice. And people left the beach. Uh,
0: People left the beach, yep. That's got to be weird for you. As someone that lives down there, now you've been there for a year and a half. Yeah. Almost. Not quite, but almost. So you've seen the seasons. Are you happier now that we get to Labor Day and you know that certain people are gone until Memorial Day? And it's a little quieter, or do you like the hustle and bustle
1: of summer? I like the hustle and bustle of summer because I don't have to be in it. I could just be in my house watching it. So, yeah, I, do, I will miss I'll miss the people, Jerry. It's the people that make things special.
0: Is there at least enough people that gives you oh, yeah. the proper environment? Oh, yeah, and, plenty, and there is. So there's atmosphere there even oh, in yeah. the winter.
1: Yes, okay. and especially September, October, and if that, November. if not you'll take your shirt off and run around nude, and you'll create the environment. I certainly will, Jerry. Uh, a number of people have reached out to me, Jerry, to tell me that the Mets are now 69 and 69. I saw that. I, found that, I find that funny. Jerry, the amount of people. 69 and 69. That's all my. That's when all my, did you become Mr. 69? I stole it. <laughs> I stole 69 from Ronnie the limo driver. And on you did like the number. On the Howard Stern Show. And that Gronk was always thought sixty nine was hilarious. Now I'm the sixty nine guy, <laughs> and one that has no interest in the number, <laughs> no, or anything about it. I don't. <laughs> but now I'm the. When people see sixty nine, they tag me, tag me, tag Anthony DiCamillo or something. Like, oh, the Mets are now sixty nine and sixty. His thing must be flooded with. <laughs> oh, and must be like, why is everyone tagging? He's not the sixty nine guy. He's you a, are. I'm the sixty nine. guy, I did I guess. see that
0: people tagged me into their tweets to you, yeah. which I found funny. 69 and 69. It is funny, though, if you think about it, that we would come back on a day yes. where the Mets' record is 69 and 69. 69. They could be 70 and
1: 68, 68 right. and 70. Nope. 69 and
0: 69. 69.
1: <laughs> I should tell you also, Jerry, just to be on the lookout, we do have, we, you and I, have tickets to give away today.
0: Oh, I like that. Oh, I didn't put that in the little tweet that I put out Guns and Roses. I thought we did that already.
1: Do you know where you are, Jerry? You're I, in the no, I don't.
0: So when are they playing now? You're going to die. I thought they did this already. Let
1: me see when this is for I thought the Guns N' Roses was somewhere in the summer. Oh, this is September 12th at MetLife Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City. Ah, oh,
0: that's cool.
1: The Edis Arena. That's Sunday though. The yeah, 12th. Sunday, September 12th. I can't do that. Okay. You are going to die. I was Bam. contemplating
0: the 26th, Corn and Stained. Yeah, I would never. At the Arts see Center. It. That sounds awesome. Oh my god. That sounds fun. That sounds like a disaster. I saw Maroon 5 on Saturday, so I'm kind of like into the concert oh. thing now. I want to go see another one now. Does that guy ever go shirtless when he sings? At the very end. <laughs> he was, And he was great, too. Adam Levine, Adam Levine we are talking about. He had yeah. the shirt on the whole concert, and they were awesome. Uh, and then as the concert's going on, you notice a couple of buttons. It's undone. Yeah. And he even tells you, relax, it's coming off at some point. But here's the thing. He's got so many tattoos. Yes. It doesn't even look like anything. Right. It looks like he's still wearing a, a shirt. A shirt. Yeah. So, like, if he took his shirt off and had the six-pack or the eight-pack abs and was cut and ripped, which he probably is and has, I'd be like, well, okay, I got it. He's going after the women. But there's nothing but ink. Yeah. So, you can't really tell what he looks like. And he did do one cool thing where he thanked all the women and thanked the guys for showing up, even though, as he put it, you probably would prefer to be at the Foo Fighters con- concert. And the guy started cheering
1: when he said that. And I looked at my wife like, yes. Yes. Like you owe me a Foo Fighters concert now or stained in corn. The thing with the tattoos, I believe that's why a lot of strippers get tattooed because they feel like they're not naked covered in tattoos. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Yeah, but I don't know that he's a stripper. I don't know that no, no, I'm he saying, thinks that. Right, but you're saying like you even looking at him covered in tattoos, you didn't feel like he was shirtless. No, not at all. Right. I think that's why, not I, at all. That's why strippers get tattoos. I suppose. I mean, I don't. And porn stars. Have
0: you been? Well, I'm sure you're good into the porn. Do you go to strip clubs at all? I haven't, but I'm aware that strippers
1: have tattoos. Like all over their body? Yeah. Oh, all over, Jerry. Hmm, okay. I, I would say it would be very difficult to wander into a strip club and not see tattoos on strippers. On all of very, them? On all of them. Really? Well, you know what? Tattoos in
0: society. I feel like yes. everybody's got them now. Mm-hmm. I feel like clearly I am uh, one of few that do not. Yeah. Well, let's get going, Jerry. Let's I, take you this weekend. I, listen, I walked out of Maroon 5 on Saturday night and said, I got to tattoo my backup. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get some tattoos, or my Jerry. Or the front. This way I look like I got a
1: six pack. You yeah. never know. Can't mm-hmm. tell. You get that tattoo that looks like a six pack.
0: You no, know I did Saturday night too. Saturday night? Sunday. Sunday. Long weekend. Slip and slide. In your own backyard? No, we had three parties to go to on Sunday, and one of them was a kid's party. Our good friend uh, Keith and Andrea had a uh, sports Olympics for the kids for their son. Started at noon, basically ended at 8.30. There were 15 events. One of them was a relay slip and slide. So because one of the kids on my son's team had to leave, I got recruited. And, of course, the first event was a slip and slide through water and soap. And you did that? I thought I broke my sternum <laughs> with the hand so You did dive. like a Pete Rose. Uh... Yeah, I went head first. I did. And then I had to get up and run through the soap. And then I had to do it back. And I was okay until about a half hour
1: later when I'm like, "Wow, well, I can't breathe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my sternum. A little sore today, too, two days later, but we're doing all right. I
1: did see uh, on the uh, WFA and digital, on the digital platform, there was a video of Evan Roberts slipping and sliding. Oh, really? Yeah, doing trying to do various baseball slides. Oh, come on. It was. It was not good. It can't be good. It was not good. And then uh, Izzo, our uh, head digital guy, he made a, a gif out of it. All right, let gif, me... Gif, So wow. now
0: I got to see this because then maybe I can get video yeah. of mine and we and can... you can compete. We can
1: compare. Yeah. All right. Jerry, what is going on with the Yankees? Uh, in the top, Before I went on vacation, Jerry, they would won like, I don't know, 28 uh, straight games or something. 13 in a row they won. They won 13 in a row. And then I look... They've lost three straight. They've lost they seven lost two of three nine. to the Orioles. They lost to the Scrub Orioles. All right. Well,
0: uh, this is easy in a couple of ways. What are we ways. doing? Number one, Andrew Haney. Horrendous against the Orioles. Yesterday, uh, Brooks Krisky. Now, they were losing anyway because they can't score, apparently, yeah. again. But he gives up five runs in the ninth inning. And my first thought is yeah. this is where we're going in a three run game. And I don't even want to say, I don't want to say, because I had the game on the radio yesterday. I don't want to say that Susan was surprised, but I felt like, and maybe this was just me thinking because I thought this way. It almost seemed like she was like, well, this guy's coming in.
1: <laughs> yeah, game over. <laughs>
0: don't know why. But, yeah, he comes in. He was terrible. They don't, they're don't, they not hitting again. Joey, and This, is, I what did I tell you about Joey Gallo when, when the Yankees got him here? He stinks? Well, I, no, no. I didn't say that. Oh. I said he's going to hit home runs. You did say And that. you will love him when he hits the home runs, but, my God, is he going to strike out a lot. Yesterday, he was, I think, if I have it right, he was 0-4, four strikeouts. His batting average is down to 195. For the season? 195, yes. And I think when he got here, he was at 206, which is still terrible. But like, I think he's lost 10 points off his batting average since he's been here. He's had a couple of big moments for sure, and he's not the only reason. But they're just, I, I, I can't explain it. I don't know. Their starting pitching outside of Garrett Cole has not been good. Their relief pitching has not been good. And they don't hit. And they're feeling ever since that Glaber Torres and Gio Urshela came back, they're not winning. And it didn't really cost them yesterday. But Urshela with two errors yesterday, you had Torres another error yesterday, had the error on Sunday, which was not an error. I shouldn't even call it an error. They called it an infield hit where he's taking a sweet time throwing a first, two run homer next. suck right now. Yeah. So they've lost seven of nine. We
1: suck right now. We and the Rays suck right now.
0: The Rays were down 7-1 yesterday to the Red Sox. They came back and won. Is that um, Cashman? That's, that's Brian his... Cashman.
1: Yeah, He sounds like a robot.
0: We suck right now. Well, that's,
1: <laughs> that's him. We yeah. suck right now. Yeah,
0: that's about right. And they do. Very Sucre and, blue. and there was a guy, when Sal and I were doing the show, I want to say maybe Wednesday of last week or Tuesday, when the Yankees had just hit a little bit of a, it wasn't to this level, it's 7 of 9, 3 straight and 7 of 9, but they weren't winning games like they were. They had lost a couple in a row, and the Red Sox eh, they started winning a little bit, but whatever. And a guy from Boston's like, "Oh, you guys are talking about the Yankees making the playoffs. You know, the Red Sox are going to pass them." And I like get off my radio, get out, go call Boston, leave me alone. You know what? The Red Sox are only half game out.
1: So Yankees aren't going to win the East now, right? No, no. no so no, now no, they're no, just no, going no. for a wild card. Now spot. you're looking
0: at the wild card. I mean, I think they're. I, I that's a one, one game thing, still, right? Yes. I think they're now nine out, or is it eight and a half? They're far back from the Rays now. This this little slide, the 13 straight got them in the conversation. Not any closer than that, but at least they were in the conversation. This now is like, this would have to be a Met-like collapse on Tampa's part, and the Yankees, the Red Sox, would have to get red hot.
1: But then, okay, so let me ask you this then, Jerry. If the Yankees are going for the wild card, do they have a shot at not making that? Yes. Like oh, a, yeah. a decent shot? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. That's not Jerry, what are we doing here? This is the new fall season at WFAN. I, this yeah. is where the Yankees go to the playoffs. This is when the Giants don't suck yet. When the Jets don't suck yet. Early September. Yeah, no, this no. This is where we get our ratings, Jerry, for our bonuses. I understand. Where we set uh, advertising rates. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? So th- we need the Yankees in the Playoff.
0: Yankees are three and a half games clear of Toronto. So they're only a half game out of Boston. So Yankees and Boston are the two wildcard teams. All right. Yankees are only a half game better, but two up in the loss column. So it's better than a half game, but whatever, half game up. Toronto and Seattle are three and a half behind the Yankees. And they're playing the Blue Jays. Right. And the Blue Jays just smacked them around yesterday. So And oh, by the way, Oakland is only four back. So you've got those three teams within four games of New York and three and three and a half
1: of Boston. Jerry, would you say the baseball playoffs are beginning to heat up? I would say we are getting there, yeah. Well, luckily. September you, baseball, here we go. You said the only good Yankee pitcher is Garrett Cole. He does pitch tonight. Against? Good. Steven Max. That's right. The former Met.
0: I will take the Yankees tonight. You will? For sure, yes. They will be part a of For sure win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yes, 100%. Hmm. So I took them last week with Garrett Cole. They won. All right. Although I lost the second part of the bet, but whatever. Anyhow. All right. Let's take a quick break. You got it, Jerry. We are off and running. It's 5-18, warm-up show until 6, and then, yes, Boomer and Geo are back at the top of the hour here on The Fan. I'll go away.
1: Jerry, do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, Jerry, and you're going to die. Bye, Mickey Mouse? <laughs> this copy says this, Jerry. This is the copy that's written for professional broadcast. Yeah. Guns and Roses are effing back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Be caller number, uh, we'll do 7, 866 540 wfn That's 866 540 9326 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Guns N' Roses with special guests, it's the debut of Wolfgang Van Halen's Mammoth VH. No kidding. Yeah, it's this Sunday, Jerry. September 12th at the Edis Arena at the Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City. Plus, qualify for the grand prize, Jerry, an overnight stay at the Hard Rock. Tickets are on sale now. For information, visit HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. You're going to die. What does that mean you're going to die, Jerry? See you real soon. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to die. Na, 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 knees. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know.
0: I'm not sure. Maybe the the show's going to kill you. It's going to be so terrible or so good. Who I think knows? he means
1: like the jungle you're going to die. The jungle right. I think is like when you move when you're like a young person and you and you, you decide you're going to move to Hollywood, Jerry, and become an actor. Okay. You're going to
0: die. <laughs> I never really thought about lyrics until I got older. Yeah. We're just going to listen to the songs. And it's like now, in my 40s, I I actually look at the lyrics. Finally, now you're beginning to interpret lyrics, Jerry. Yeah, there's a band. I I forget the name of the band. It's called Willow. I forget. But it's Travis Barker, isn't it? And the name of the song is Hollywood Sucks. Yeah. Love it. Because it's talking about L.A. and the scene. It's pretty cool. Where are you hearing all
1: these new songs?
0: Uh, 92.3. All right. For our sister station. Yeah. Uh, I hear some on Spotify where I get recommendations for what I listen to so we will get new music there. Okay. Uh, and some satellite. All right. Mostly
1: 92.3, though. You're loving the 92.3? I do. I do like ninety two. I know you do. You love it, Jerry. I do. Jerry, it's uh, football season. By the way, Joe Judge joins us this morning at the 910. Oh, I thought that was our guest at 530. No. Oh, okay. He's going to be on Boomer and Geo. He's on with Boomer and Geo. All
0: right. So, guys, if you read the tweet yeah. that I sent out, no special guest at 530, but we will take your calls about the Giants' offensive nope. line at 545. And this <laughs> is going to be my nightmare, Jerry.
1: Oh, oh. I know. All I saw on my time I, off, dude. I know it's all. I know offense. I'm not doing it. We're not so doing it. You know what's this funny year. about
0: that is, and this has to go to the Cowboys now because yeah. I'm dealing in Cowboy land. Zach Martin got COVID and he can't play Thursday night, and he's arguably Ezekiel Elliott called him their best player. Like he's really good, and so the panic right now is about the Cowboys' offensive line against the Bucks. And Dak Prescott having zero time to throw, plus he's got the surgically repaired ankle, the shoulder is finally healthy, and they're legit like the Cowboy fans legit worried about him going into Thursday night. Right. Because the offensive line might get overrun by the Bucks. So I can't do that. I'm these telling you, you need offensive th- line. If I was you, I would take some of those shekels you're making on the side yeah. from all these endorsements you've got. I have a lot of and I would hire somebody okay. to answer phones on Monday.
1: <laughs> I would. On Mondays after the Giants. $10 an hour, 5 Let to see. 10,
0: 50 bucks it cost you.
1: Because here's what happens, Jerry. Like, Daniel Jones will throw, like, five interceptions. Saquon He's Barkley. never thrown five in a game. Saquon Barkley will run for you, like, 12 yards for the entire game. People will be like, the offensive line, man. They, oh, I, what, was that a stoned fan? Yeah. <laughs> Someone high on weed. <laughs> weed, weed, weed. The off- Hey, man, you can't expect... You can't expect because no one ever wants to admit that Saquon Barkley was a bad uh, draft pick that high up because he was running on that team. He was right, so it'll be like, hey man, you can't expect him to run with no. You see, he's getting hit behind the line, man. Totally, man. You see, (laughs) Daniel Jones, he's running for his life back there, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Most important part of a team.
1: But no, and what? they can't get it right. It's not sexy, though. That's why it's not. No, it's right. not. You draft offensive linemen, we're not interested. It's not
0: sexy, but you know when the Cowboys did it, they drafted offensive linemen in the first and second round. I want to say three years in a row. And you go back to the year with Romo, where they went, what did they go? I right? think they went thirteen and three. Yeah. And it was just they were humming. If they had a defense, they might have won something. But it's it's it is not sexy. You're right. I mean that is how you win, but it's not sexy and it's boring. It People want the big quarterback. They yes. want the running back, the wide, wide receiver. Receivers.
1: Great. Even defensive guys we want. Who yes. Can smack the other quarterback. It does not
0: work. If you ain't got those five guys up front,
1: you got no oh chance.
0: Gosh. And that when Dave Gettleman's time is done here. Yeah. Because I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl anytime soon. That is what he'll be remembered for.
1: I need Boomer and Geo to ask Joe Judge today at 9, 10 a.m. Are we going to be taking offensive line calls <laughs> nonstop this year? That's a you know what good
0: question for a him to answer question, right yes, Jay? It is a very good question for him to his answer. Oh I agree. My goodness, we had Terry Collins on last week. I heard he was, was tremendous. He, he fired up. He, he was great. He really he was from. He was down in Florida. He was like he was shot out of a cannon. He was yeah. He was really. He's doing some games. He's doing a few games on the radio now. Yeah, he's gonna with uh, Howie out. He's gonna do. I don't know how many, but a good handful of games. I think.
1: Did they come to you, or did you guys look for Terry no, we Collins?
0: Went, so we want. I wanted to do something Met related. Not you know, not for an hour or anything, but just with what was going on last week. I mean, it was so bizarre with this team. And I know Sal works with him at SNY. Oh, he works with Terry Collins a little bit on you know on video. Now they're not in the same studio. And I said, what are the chances you'd put them You know, he's like, I'll ask. And so we sent him an email. He couldn't have been nicer. He goes, "Yeah, sure, I'll come on." So nice. He did a nice nine o'clock or maybe eight o'clock. I think it was eight o'clock. And then uh, it was. I thought he was great. Really it was fun. Huh. I look forward to him doing the games now with Wayne yeah. Randazzo.
1: Oh, he's doing with the old uh, old timer Wayne Randazzo. Yeah.
0: Well, I would assume so. I can't imagine he's doing a unless unless Wayne's off a couple of days, which he might yeah. be. I doubt it though.
1: All right. I would think. Now I I seen this other stuff, Jerry, about Saquon Barkley that he's still not. Fully cleared to play Sunday against the Broncos. He's but he did make it through padded practice. So, yes. And I guess there's another padded practice. Padded practice means what? That they smack contact. each other around full contact?
0: Yeah. I but, but I don't think they're going at it, you know, like a real guy. Yes, yeah. it's full contact, but I think it's
1: limited. I don't have high hopes for him this year. Well, I don't, don't have know? high hopes for the team. Yeah, I don't have high hopes for the team or for Saquon Barkley. Prove me wrong. Well, we'll see. Put I mean, your name on it. And I do know he was named a captain. He was voted a captain. Is that right? So was Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I saw a very exciting captain naming, uh, and I'm very excited about it, the Raiders, Jerry. They named Richie Incognito a captain. He's uh, turned over a new leaf. He was a bully back in the he's day. He's a leader now. I I Even if he's still a bully, a bad guy, I want the Raiders, Jerry. The Raiders that I know and love are bad guys. They promote bad guys. They do bad things. So I was happy to see <laughs> Richie Incognito <laughs> of course you were. getting a Raider captain. Yeah. He has changed his life and his career. Did we ever find out, was he really a bully? Or I think so, yes. He was. Yes, I believe so. Now he's a captain. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the Raiders say, Jerry? Just, just win, win baby. Something just they haven't win, uh, done very much of <laughs> in the last twenty-five years. Not only was he a bully, Al, he beat up a Porsche or something with a baseball bat. Oh, do you remember oh, that? Oh my he gosh, lost I forgot about that. Yeah, not only did he bully that dude on the team, and Jonathan be, Martin, I think. His Jonathan name was. Martin, yes. Is that right, yeah, you're right, and he's right. He took a baseball bat to a car, an automobile. Yeah. And he was nuts.
0: And think that had to have
1: no, been that incognito thing in Miami has to be ten years has ago. To no, be. yes. Is, is Jonathan Martin even still playing? I don't think so. I didn't know Richie Incognito was still playing. Now he's a captain. I mean, let's see. My I'm captain. checking in on Jonathan Martin. Let's see. Let's see. Let's he's see. My, is he offensive liners? He's Jean only 32.
0: Cognito? Former offensive tackle. So Martin, yes, he is done. He was drafted. So his career wasn't very long. He played for the Dolphins and the 49ers. Yeah. Drafted in
1: 2012. Oh, he's got to be ticked to see Richie Incognito as a captain now? I would certainly think so, yeah. What would you ask me? The Raiders. Richie Incognito, this is going to be a terrible question for a man in my stature at Sports Talk Radio. He's offensive lineman (laughs) Or he's defensive? (laughs) Yes. His offensive? He's offensive. Lineman. We need him here at the Giants, Jerry. Get him here. He's a captain. Let's go. I like it that
0: that's <laughs> what made you think that this is going to be a terrible question, <laughs> as opposed to did you see the Met game last night? <laughs> no,
1: I did not. <laughs> by the way, I was listening to Sal coming in. Yeah, uh, I was excited to see that uh, Jerry Seinfeld joined Steve Summers last. Twenty five minutes, almost, th- almost thirty. Almost twenty five minutes. Yeah. First of all, whoever is in charge of the WFA and digital Twitter feed their promotion of it. They're always like, yeah, will it be a conversation about nothing? Oh boy. Oh, it's like the most generic, <laughs> but I was like, all right, I guess I'll listen to this. Then I heard Sal saying that Seinfeld was like, oh, he loves Edwin Diaz. And I was like, do I, they're going to make I, the playoffs. He said, oh, I stopped. See, this is why I know like, do I go back and listen to that now? I don't know. He said, he don't like the fans nice. booing. He doesn't like the fans. He doesn't. Booing. He does not. Huh?
0: <laughs> you can download it. Listen on your way home. You're always listening for thinking. something, right? And i was thinking
1: i listen. I do love Steve. I know you do. I listen to it on my. By the way, Seinfeld is coming to Netflix October first. Yes, for the Pop Tart movie. Is there's a movie coming out too? A that's Pop-Tart what he told movie?
0: Steve. He did a movie about the, the history of the Pop Tart. <laughs> oh yeah, I did hear he was doing that. Yeah, that's being released. Also I soon? I thought so. Oh, okay, perhaps not. I thought that's what he was discussing. Oh, so maybe they'll come out together. That would make sense. Maybe. All right, we're gonna take a break. Twenty five mm. in front of six. Warm up show. Till then. And then the boys are back. Their names are Boomer and Geo on the fan. One, two, one, two, three. Ha! All right, quick move an hour. Warm up show is back. So we're Boomer and Geo at the top. You have the uh, the Yankees losing again yesterday. The, I mean, I mean, good lord. I mean, the loss by the Mets yesterday was just atrocious. Uh, and so we go. And so it goes. And so it goes. Did Billy Joel sing that one time? And so
1: it goes. And so will
0: I soon, I suppose. There you go. I cue you, Q-U, you sing. Yeah. So it goes, also attributed to Kurt Vonnegut. Who's that? An philosopher. philosopher? Author.
1: Kurt Vonnegut. What, and what he so writes.
0: Slaughterhouse Five.
1: <laughs> cat's Cradle. Oh. I thought that was the Cats in the Cradle in the Silver Oh, no, Little boy blue and the man in the moon. All right. That's a song about spending time with your children, Yes, Gary.
0: and then when you decide to, it's too late. Too late. They're they've not interested on. in you. Right, because you weren't interested in them. Right. Very sad song.
1: You were too busy working. Now that you are not working and you want to spend time with your kids, they've moved on to their life. Yeah. Very sad, sad song. Hold on to your children. <laughs> Love
0: that. How would you know? <laughs> you can't even hold on to a dog. You're trying to give it away. <laughs>
1: Jerry, the dog has the show on. Do not say that. How did that. that go while you
0: were off? Oh, well. she's she sleeping any better? No. <laughs> nope. A little easier when you're not working.
1: Yeah, because you could go back to sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, because no. I saw
0: the show she came out at 1130
1: last night. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's up already. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Jerry, I know it. Uh, yeah. I, I slept in two shifts. I slept. Yeah. Then I woke up, walked the dog, fed the dog, had some coffee. Went back to bed. Had some coffee. Yeah, stayed up for a little while. Wow. Watched some TV. Back to sleep. And then uh, started my day for a second time. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, So here's uh, a thing, Jerry. Uh, The concession workers... These are the people that work uh, the concessions, concession- <laughs> stupid. the concession booths, Jerry, uh, in San Francisco where the Giants play. Yeah. What is that? And not AT&T anymore. It's Pack called Bell. What is Oracle it called now? Park. Oracle
0: Park. Okay. They're going, uh, they voted to go on strike. Yeah. But here's the, here's where they blew it. They had an opportunity. They vote to go on strike right. and they had one or two games left after they voted. Yes. I think 97% voted. Yes.
1: Yes. But they can, yes.
0: And and this is because they've had a lot of COVID cases.
1: They feel like they're, they're citing concerns over COVID safety and their health coverage.
0: Fair enough. All understood. If you're going to go on strike, go on strike. Because now what happened was they convinced them to work Saturday and Sunday. And then the Giants are on a six-game road trip now. So now they're at the negotiating table. Right. So if they really wanted, because no one would have shown up on Sunday to a packed house against, uh, they played the Dodgers, I think, this weekend. Or was that yesterday? I'm like the days are just running into one another. So you're saying if you're gonna strike, strike Strike. Go do it. Because they had they had power. I mean, could you imagine how upset fans would have been if they showed up to the ballpark Sunday and everything was closed? Right. But instead they showed up, I guess in good faith. So I guess it's a good thing. And now they're gonna negotiate it. I never got to be part of a strike. Uh, me neither. I've come no, I shouldn't say I've come close. There have there were discussions. Is that right? Back in I would say in radio or yeah. your pathmark days. No, 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 not no not the supermarket. That was all glorious. Um <laughs> that was probably back in the mid tooth like the two thousand seven, eight time. The update guys are gonna there go were on strike. Some people well, there was more than that. And there was more stations involved. Oh. And there was a there was a meeting and there was a thought and an F never, this, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> It never got any further than just conversation. Yeah, I never got to be a part of that, Jerry. Where
1: I walk, uh, where I walk with a sign. You want the big rat with you? <laughs> no, I don't want the rat. Cause, oh, where I would, yeah, more, yes, that would be part of your, yeah, strike. Set the rat up, and then I'm picketing out front with the rat. Right. Yes, and then I would yell at anyone crossing the line.
0: Oh, you you'd rat. be one of those guys, huh? You a rat. <laughs> I'm sure right, that was when Boomer tied somebody, uh, you know, to the front of the bus by the testicles right. if they crossed the line. <laughs> I'm kidding, of
1: course. Uh, I also think sometimes, like, for the people, like, when you go on strike, not everybody, a lot, sometimes people do go on strike, but they don't walk the picket line. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. I'd be like, if I'm on strike, I'm going to stay I'm taking home. I'm going take it off. Right?
0: <laughs> I'm going on a great adventure on a Tuesday in the summer. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not going to walk the picket line. Sit on the beach. Just let me know when we're going back to work, guys. I would be afraid to cross a picket line because I'd be sure. afraid that someone would beat me up.
0: I think it depends on the union. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know that the radio picket line would have been that brutal. <laughs> not exactly the Teamsters. <laughs> no. Exactly. Harris
1: Allen put me in a headlock. Get it. I'd be Get worried it. about Harris. Not many, others, line,
0: whoosh, right.
1: not, not many others, though. You're right. Do not cross this picket line. Mark right, Malusis
0: like, could, could probably wrestle you to the ground. I would not cross, like, the plumber's picket line. Those guys would club you
1: with a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we could you... have microphones in our hands. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was beaten down by who's, like, the guy who does 10-10 wins uh, morning. Lee Harris. <laughs> Man, Lee Harris beat me up as I was crossing the picket line to come do the show. I'm not sure that would happen. Uh, maybe I'd be one of the guys that does like a scrub show or whatever a scab show. There you, go. you could that
0: could be. Well, of course, some people would say we do that every morning from five <laughs> to six already. We do
1: a scab ah, show, right?
0: Because you're not paid. Oh, so yeah, all right.
1: We go on strike, Jerry. Tomorrow, we walk, <laughs> tomorrow we walk the picket line.
0: It'd be a big uproar. Oh yeah, all four people would complain. <laughs> One would be your mom, and the other would be my mom. And Sal, because he'd have to go to six. <laughs> <laughs> and he was dying this morning. We'd have to get Sal to join our picket line. Yeah, I wouldn't want to cross Sal on a picket line. No, Sal, I wouldn't cross a picket line.
1: He's Maybe a tough one. crazy, yeah. He's not crazy. <laughs> but you could see him getting a little nuts. But he doesn't seem, he seems nuts in front of a microphone. Yes. He seems very calm not Sal in front of the Sal microphone. is one of the friendliest, most yeah. fun guys I know. Yes. That is very true. I did see that the uh, Houston Texans Jerry have named Tyrod Taylor their starter. They have, yes. What is going? Is Deshaun? Is He's this so funny. Craig has been pretending that he knows that Deshaun Watson is going to the Dolphins for months. Yeah, months, months. Then last week while I was out, I kept seeing like, yeah, is that happening?
0: And as of now, it's not. And there were some people in Miami that were like, I don't know where these are coming from. We're not trading for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But it's out there. It is out there again. And I don't know if he started it, if Ian Rappaport. I don't know who started this. Um, And I guess it's been going on for months. But I don't know how any team could trade for him until that situation is done. Correct. So he's going to be, what I read, healthy scratch.
1: So the over-under for Texans wins this year is going to be like. (laughs) One (laughs) half a game. (laughs) They can't be expected. They're supposed to be, I think, the worst team in football. I would think so. There's so much going on there. That stinks. Like, if you're
0: a fan. We'll just ask the Jets. (laughs) They've had plenty of those years. They have.
1: Where you're starting off knowing. Like, Like at least
0: you have Zach Wilson. So, regardless of how the Jets do this year, if he plays well, I think as a Jet fan, the future is bright and you feel good about it. And you'll deal with this year because you know what's on the other side. For the Texans, what like what is
1: there? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Right, the Jets have a new coach. By the way, I was at a, a barbecue Labor Day weekend barbecue. Yeah, and a guy told me that he ran into uh, Robert Sala, the Jets uh, head coach, mm-hmm. at the uh, Whole Foods in Morristown. Sure, I said he was by himself shopping. Well, what else? he
0: does eat? <laughs> what do you think they have? Pers- I mean, I'm sure. Like the, st- I'm sure Bill Belichick probably pays someone, or he has it delivered. Okay. But Rob Sala, why not?
1: Right. I said, were people surrounding him? He said no. He said he gave him uh, what he, when it was just hit, the two of them in the aisle. Right. He gave him the uh, good luck coach. There you go. I'm sure he gets a lot of that. Quick. Yeah. Didn't stop him and uh, interrupt him, but let him know, I know who you are. Like,
0: at the end of the day, they're still, like, Boomer's show on Friday night. Yeah. You, I mean, we know Boomer as we see him every day. People still think of him as the quarterback and the MVP and as the star on TV. I thought watching him ripping all that paddling down and doing like that was pretty cool. These guys do this stuff. I'm sure Boomer goes and
1: I don't know if he food shops, but he might. He does. He always he'll tell me all the time. I went down to Citadel, I bought this. 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 He uh, Boomer's the type though. He he goes out so often. I think he's buying meal at a time. Right. Like he'll decide tonight he's making salmon. He'll so go he'll buy, buy the salmon today. Yeah. Go buy yeah. it today. Get it fresh. Which is
0: the smart way to do it if you have the time. Yes. Because then the food doesn't go to waste then, as opposed to doing the way I do it. We go to Costco every two weeks, and we buy food for an army. <laughs> uh, and it just sits there.
1: Right. And Boomer went into a CVS the uh, day before the boat party. We I was sitting before we went to dinner, went into CVS for I forget what the hell he needed, but just rolled up in his Raptor, walked in. Boom, walked CVS. In, in Islip. In Islip. No kidding. His hometown. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I did watch that Celebrity Renovation. It was very good. That Boomer did, yeah, Friday night. I couldn't believe he got the girl on the clamming boat. Yes, he that clamming was clamming and everything. Yeah.
0: That doesn't look so fun to me, i got to be honest. No, no clamming You terrible. like it, good for you, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not
1: clamming. No chance. That did not look good. And that. what and a they, crappy morning they had. And then they, I didn't know this, they pulled a clam right out of the sea or wherever they were. And she ate it. And ate it. Ugh. A raw, nice clams. A, a raw <laughs>
0: clam? Oh, no
1: thanks. I'll pass. Raw oysters, I know, is a thing. Uh, Yeah. But clams, I thought you had a fry.
0: All right. We got to take a quick break. Clam strips. We will come (laughs) back. Clam strips. (laughs) We'll come back uh, and wrap things up. We'll get you to Boomer in Geo. Year 15 for the Booms begins. But right now in Odyssey. Eat clams. Yes. In Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence, who talks about this NFL franchise in question. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry.
1: The superheroes of WFA. A couple more
0: minutes. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo.
1: Yankees lose.
0: Mets lose. Blah, blah, blah. What else? else?
1: I saw that uh, Pete Alonso hit his 30th home run. with. Which uh, Put him in the lead. Yeah, and Keith Hernandez said it was a nice little number there. It is a good number. Could he hit 10 more, Jerry, or no? No, no. Could he? Yes. Will he? No. Could he hit? Will he hit? he get five. Five more. Yeah. 35 sure. respectable.
0: I think 35. I don't know what his RBI total is. I don't think 30 is great. You need 35. Well, thirty. You, I mean, when we were kids, if you hit thirty, yeah. man, that was. I remember, in Strawberry, hit the thirty-nine. It was like, man, it was like Babe Ruth, yeah. And then everything changed, of course. But yes. Yeah, I mean, well, you've got Otani. I think has forty-two he is, he, yeah, or had, forty-three. I forget. You've got uh, Vlad Guerrero Junior. I think he now was 40th. has right. He did that
1: yesterday. So yeah, I mean,
0: 30's good. You know,
1: you're you're certainly a power hitter, but I, I saw they go. Vlad Guerrero Junior. is the youngest Blue Jay, yeah. to hit 40. I was trying to was think. It Jesse Barfield. I, don't know. I was trying to think of other, but that's a good one, Jesse Barfield. I was trying to think of like
0: who, what other Blue Jays. I feel like I read Jesse Barfield. Yeah, I don't know who else. I'm not sure. I was trying to think of Blue
1: Jays from the 1980s. I came up. This with is right a, up your nothing. alley. I know
0: nothing. They huh? must
1: not have had big big teams back then. Wasn't Dave Steeb on the Blue <laughs> he Jays? the picture? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that name just popped Definitely. into my head. Because you probably had his card when you were a kid. Roger Clemens was a Blue Jay. Yeah. David Cohn was a Blue Jay. That I don't recall. Wasn't he? Did I have that right, Eddie? He was, yeah. On the World Series? That's right, team. that's right, that's oh. right, that's mm. right.
1: There you go. Mm. Blue Jays for life. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, did you see the fan? There was uh, the Dukes Mayo Classic college football game. Right. It was a uh, Clemson, uh, Georgia. Okay. They showed uh, that some dude in the stands. He was uh, had a big tub of Duke's mayo. He was just oh. Eating, but we see this from time to time. Spoonfuls.
0: Yeah, but we've even seen like women at games eating the mayonnaise yeah. with a spoon. It's That's gross. Weird. I don't what eat do you mayonnaise
1: want? with a spoon.
0: What are you coming glaring potatoes. at me for? What did I do? I don't eat mayo. Nice to see you too, sir. I did You're order- fifteen. You better go for twenty-five, please.
1: I did I order a long a, way to go. I did order a, speaking of Mayo Jerry. I did order a WFAN <laughs> and WFAN FM New <laughs> York and Odyssey Station. <laughs> Part of the show.
0: Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Yeah, I jumped that a little bit. So we still have time. <laughs> have <another> <laughs>
1: we're back, and we're back. Good, I can tell. So my, talk about the Duke's important mayo. Story. <laughs> no, I ordered a sub. I didn't see them make it, but when I got home and I opened it, there was mayo remnants on the end. An- <laughs> on the yeah, did you ask them like you usually do? No, because I ordered it online, oh. so I couldn't say clean off the knife. They clearly did not clean off the mayo knife and cut my sub sandwich. And so, what'd you do? Did you throw it out? I was an adult, Jerry, and I uh, I I used the napkins to wipe it off. Oh, you didn't quarterize it and then throw <laughs> no, that out? No, no. Then- well, uh, you know, I was disappointed. I will say, I was disappointed. Do you at least do oil and vinegar? No, just nothing. Nothing, Jerry. Everything WFAN dry. And
0: WFAN and WFAN-FM. Got New this right York. this time? And Odyssey Station. The fan
1: is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, Hey Siri, play WFAN.